So to have clean air, clean water, clean farming soil and clean food, the very things that are essential to health would take radical change, but change that we simply cannot dare to avoid. Welcome to the Radical Health Rebel podcast with your host, Lee Brandon. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and a warm review. Your opinions are important and your ratings help grow the podcast and help educate people to lead a healthier, more productive, fulfilling and happy life. If video is your thing, please check out the Radical Health Rebel YouTube channel where you'll find fun bite-sized clips from each episode. And now, here is Lee, the Radical Health Rebel, with this week's podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Radical Health Rebel podcast. I'm your host, Lee Brandon, and in this first ever episode, I'll be introducing you to the podcast, introducing myself and giving you an insight into my background and why I decided to start a podcast. I'll explain the kinds of subjects I'll be covering, the format of the episodes and the kinds of guests I'll be inviting onto the show. But before I do that, I'm going to explain why it's called the Radical Health Rebel podcast. And to do that, I want to share with you some definitions of each of the words. So if we start with the word radical, here's a few definitions that I found. So the first one is that radical means believing or expressing the belief that there should be great or extreme social or political change. Quite like that one. The second one is causing or being an example of great change. I like that one even more. And thirdly, my favorite one is a person who supports great social economic or political change. Now, the reason why I'm liking those definitions is because in order to create health, I think we do need to create some radical change, some change in social, economic, and in politics. Now, in addition to each of those definitions, many of the things that we need to do to achieve health would be considered radical by the majority of people these days. So things like eating organic food, drinking filtered water, not watching television, intermittent fasting, going to bed early, grounding or earthing techniques, protecting yourself from electromagnetic radiation, doing things like coffee enemas or cold showers, wearing minimalistic shoes, etc., would probably be considered radical by most people these days. However, in essence, what we need to do is to get, or what we need to do to get healthy is to return to nature. Now, sadly, nature around us is dying because of what we, or more accurately, the large corporations have done to it. So to have clean air, clean water, clean farming soil and clean food, the very things that are essential to health would take radical change, but change that we simply cannot dare to avoid. So we need to get radical with our life choices if we are to achieve optimal health. Now, on the point of health, what does health mean? Well, one definition that I found is that health is the condition of the body or mind and the degree to which it's free from illness or the state of well-being, which is not a bad definition. Now, for me, health is a state where we're able to flourish in all our endeavors 
physically, mentally, and emotionally, and where we're able to do all the things that bring us joy without any limitation due to physical, mental, or emotional barriers. So what about the word rebel? So what does that mean? Well, the favorite definition that I found is a person who does not like rules or authority and shows this by behaving differently from most people in society. Now, I would guess that most people would probably say, according to that definition, it's something that I've been doing for some time. You know, I really like the saying is that the rules are, there are no rules. Now, I understand in certain situations there do need to be rules, but I think a lot of the time we have too many rules that are kind of really restricting the way that we live our lives. You know, and if we look at where authority has gotten us with regards to our health, you know, we're sicker now than we've ever been in human history. Even though we're spending more money than we ever have on our supposed health. So why would you want to be like everyone else when by sticking to the rules, when being like everyone else is more likely to make you unwell? Why not make your own path, step out of your comfort zone and go in a different direction to those who are suffering with a lack of health and vitality? Now, the rebel archetype, which, as you might imagine, is very dominant in me, like every archetype has a light and a shadow side. And again, we'll probably look at archetypes in a future episode. Now, the light side of the rebel challenges authority to affect social change and rejects spiritual systems that do not serve their inner needs. Whilst the dark side of the rebel rejects legitimate authority out of anger and rebels out of peer pressure or, or, or as, as a fashionable idea. Now, I certainly accept legitimate authority, and there's been a lot of legitimate authority in recent years. Sadly, they've been very much censored. So, you know, sadly, there's been very little um, legitimate authority that most people get to see these days. And I certainly wouldn't rebel against any kind of authority purely on peer pressure. Now, that's I guess, the consciousness of a child. But what I do rebel against is unfairness. And when people are being lied to, manipulated and persecuted, and as I've done over many years, and I've tried to warn people of the tricks that the so-called authorities are playing on people. So my invitation to you is to look at life from a different angle and to enjoy sculpting your new view by tuning in each week to the Radical Health Rebel podcast. So now what I'd like to do is give you a little bit of a background so you get an insight from, you know, for where I'm coming from. Well, I was born at the latter end of the 1960s. I grew up on a council estate in North London. I grew up with both my parents. I had two older sisters, the younger of which loved to pick on me. I have forgiven her for that now, um, but it made life interesting. Um, I was very active, very sporty as a child. I was always either playing football, cricket, tennis, riding my bike. So we used to have a lot of races in the street with other kids. And we played games that were always active like Kirby and Bob-Ob. And, you know, if you come from England, you'll know what I'm talking about. I was reasonably good academically. Um, I did reasonably well 
uh, at school academically, did, you know, got pretty good qualifications. So I left school 18, didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I ended up with a number of office jobs. And the final office job I ever had, I actually really enjoyed. It was a combination of, um, I guess, draftsmanship. So I studied technical drawing at school, at O level and A level. I also studied IT. So I did a diploma in business and finance for two years at the early end of the 90s. And I was able to have a job where I was kind of doing draftsman type work, but it was linked with IT. And it was kind of very new uh, those days, that kind of work. And I did enjoy it. And, you know, I was in my mid-20s. I had my own home. I had a nice car. I had enough money, you know, to go out and party at weekends and to spend a couple of weeks on the island of Ibiza every year partying. And, you know, life was pretty good. I can't, I can't complain at all. But I used to wake up every day and think, there's got to be more to life than this. Now, I did start lifting weights when I was 14. So we had a gym at school, but I didn't start lifting weights consistently until I was 23. And, you know, 30 odd years later, I'm still, I'm still doing that. But I played competitive football from the age of 10 till I was 23. And I played competitive cricket from the age of 12 until I was 20. So they were the two sports that were, I guess, most serious, but I played pretty much every sport for my school. But in terms of my work, so in the mid nineties, so I'm training in gyms and in the mid nineties, I come across a new profession called personal training. So I got to know these two guys. They were the first people I ever knew were personal trainers. And after my workouts, quite often they would come and sit and, and have dinner with me and we'd be talking and, you know, they, they both did uh, sports science degrees and we'd be talking about fitness. And they used to say to me, how, how comes you know all this stuff? Like, you know, you're talking to, we you know we got sports science degrees, but you're talking on our level. How do you know all this stuff? And I just said, well, whenever I do anything, I do it properly. And I just do a lot of reading. And they said, well, haven't you ever thought about doing what we do? And that was my light bulb moment. And I thought, well, hang on a minute. I can get paid for doing something that I'm really passionate about. So I ended up studying with the American College of Sports Medicine. They were probably the best organization around at the time. So in 1996, I became qualified and I started working as a personal trainer. I spent a year in Australia in 97 working as a trainer, came back to the UK carried on studying with the American College of Sports Medicine. And after about five years of being a personal trainer, again, it came to the point where I knew I had a lot more to learn. And wherever I was working, people were always coming to me with their questions, whether it was other trainers or other clients of other trainers were coming to me with their questions. And in 2001, I decided to train with the Czech Institute. So I spent five and a half years training at the Czech Institute, training what we now call integrated movement science and holistic lifestyle coaching, but also uh, golf biomechanics and also personal, professional and spiritual mastery. In 1999, I joined a health club chain and I worked there for five years. I started as a personal trainer. Then I became a personal training manager. Then I became a regional personal training manager. Then I became a fitness manager. Then I ended up the last two years, 
I worked there. I worked in the training academy where I used to train all of the personal trainers. At the end of 94, I started my own practice. So I left the health club chain, started my own practice where, you know, since then I've worked with a lot of different types of clients, people with lower back pain, knee injuries, shoulder injuries, et cetera, et cetera. But also people with skin conditions, gut issues, hormonal issues. So really, you know, a very wide range of clientele that I've worked with very successfully over the years. I've also written a number of books, currently writing my fifth book. I think it's the fifth, maybe sixth. So after my training with the Czech Institute, which finished in 2007, I actually became a member of the faculty of the Czech Institute. So I've been teaching the advanced training programs for the Czech Institute since 2010. And I've taught you know, all over the UK, in uh, Scandinavia. I've taught in Australia and in the US. So that's really been great. Um, I also have a number of online coaching programs, both for clients and also for health professionals as well. Outside of work, uh, my hobbies include music and I still play tennis competitively today, even though I'm in my mid fifties. Um, it's something that I really enjoy doing. I love going for walks in nature. And one of the things I love to do is playing Frisbee. Really simple, but brings me joy. You're listening to the Radical Health Rebel podcast. Just a brief interruption to this podcast to talk about adult acne. Now, did you know that 40 to 54% of men and women older than 25 years will have some degree of facial acne and that clinical facial acne persists into middle age in 12% of women and 3% of men. I know only too well the devastating effects that acne can have on your confidence and your self-esteem and how it can easily destroy your social life, your career and your relationships. I know this only too well because I suffered from severe cystic acne from age 13 to 31. Over an 18-year period, I visited my doctor on many occasions, and his only suggestions were acne creams, harsh cleansers, and antibiotics that weren't working and were actually making my skin worse. After 18 years of struggle and thousands of pounds invested in treatments that didn't work, through my professional education, I began to learn that what my doctor had told me was untrue and that diet was directly related to acne, plus other factors such as food sensitivities, toxicity, hormones, and balancing the body's microbiome. Putting what I had learned into practice, I managed to rid myself of acne over 20 years ago and have been helping others to do the same for well over a decade. By teaching people what foods cause acne, what food sensitivities each individual has, how to optimize their detox pathways, how to reduce environmental stresses and toxins, and how to balance hormones, especially those related to the mTOR pathway, a major causal factor with acne, I've been able to help many other adults overcome their acne nightmare too. So if you would like more information on how to overcome your adult acne, please go to www.skinwebinar.com. That's www.skinwebinar.com, where you can also request an acne breakthrough call with me to see if you are suitable for my Eliminate Adult Acne coaching program, where you can once and for all learn how to overcome your adult acne. Now, back to the podcast. 
The Radical Health Rebel is also available on YouTube. Find bite-sized clips from our episodes on the Radical Health Rebel YouTube channel. So the next thing is, why am I doing a podcast? Well, the reason I decided to do a podcast is because my mission for many years has been to help as many people as possible optimize their health and wellness so they can lead a more productive, fun-filled, fulfilling, and happy life. So by doing a podcast, I hope to reach more people and also share more information than I can on my own by inviting on expert guests. And another thing that's really important to me is that I'm also hoping to learn from my guests as well. I have a real passion for learning. Some would say I'm obsessed with learning. Um, you know, I can't get enough of learning. So that's one of my goals from the podcast is that as well as hopefully the audience learning from my guests, I'm hoping to learn from them as well. So the format of each episode is that there'll be 60 to 90 minutes in length. Now, people tell me the most successful podcasts are about 20 to 25 minutes long. However, the subjects that I wish to talk about, I don't think can be covered in such a short period of time. So I'm going to aim for 60 minutes for each episode, but also just allow a bit of extra time just in case we need to go deep into a specific subject. So each episode will start by the guest sharing their background information. You know, I really want you to get to know my guests and then they'll share their amazing knowledge and experience to help you optimize your health. And then we'll finish each episode with some key take home tips and potentially my guests may offer you their services or products to help you improve your health and begin the journey to leading a more healthy, fun-filled, productive, fulfilling and happy life. You'll be able to listen to the podcast on all major platforms and you can also find it at www.radicalhealthrebel.com. Now, if like me, you prefer to watch your podcast, so I really like watching videos of podcasts, even though, you know, if I'm driving and things like that, I'll obviously just listen, but I do really like watching a video of a podcast. So what you'll be able to do is to watch short clips on the Radical Health Rebel YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and just search for Radical Health Rebel, and you can watch full length episodes completely ad and sponsor free at our Patreon channel. So that's www.patreon.com forward slash Radical Health Rebel. Now, what am I going to be discussing each week? Well, what I'm going to be discussing discussing each week, either with my guests or on the episodes where I go solo are, well, to summarize, to summarize the kind of subjects I'll be discussing, I'm going to turn to two legends and use their models to help me explain. So the first legend is my friend and teacher, Paul Check, the founder of the Czech Institute and the other guy whose work I was introduced to by Paul Check, and that's Ken Wilbur. So in both of their models, they have four sections or four quadrants. Now, Paul Check has his four doctor coaching model and Ken Wilbur has his integral theory model. So Paul Check's model includes four doctors. That's doctors, happiness, diet, quiet, and movement. So Paul developed this model. It was originally based on Hippocrates' three doctors model. And Paul added in a fourth one, movement, because in Hippocrates' day, movement was kind of 
taken care of itself you know to do anything you know like washing your clothes was was a workout so basically what the model suggests is that rather than going to an external doctor why not consult with the doctors that actually live within yourself so rather than going outside of yourself why not look within to see what your body needs so the first one being doctor happiness in brief is all about understanding what is happy making for you so are you really clear on what things make you happy and are you making sure that you're making time to do those things that make you happy in addition to that things like you know being able to set goals setting core values and i would say the subject of psychology probably comes in under the hat of doctor happiness as well but again what i hope to do is to have future episodes where we go into a lot of detail in terms of the four doctors and possibly even get paul check on to talk about them the second doctor is dr quiet so dr quiet is all about understanding listening to your body and understanding how much rest and recovery dr quiet or your body needs so it includes sleep so you know making sure you get into bed on time the time you go to bed is really important probably more important than how much sleep you actually get it's also important in terms of how much rest you get rest from work rest from exercise and it's really just making sure that you're doing enough to recover from the stresses of every day physically and mentally and making sure that you're ready to go for the next day dr diet is all about um hydration and it's all about your food intake and it's understanding what's right for you we all have different genetic and environmental requirements for nutrients there's no one diet that works for all of us so what's important is that we're able to tune in and understand what our body is telling us that it needs how much protein does it need on a particular day how much carbohydrate how much fat does it need how much water does it need what kind of quality of the food and what kind of quality of water are you having and it could be that different times of year you need different foods it could be even different times of day you need different foods and you know for females you might need different types of foods during your menstrual cycle so it's really important to be aware of that so that you're able to listen to what your body needs not necessarily to what someone is telling you that your body needs so so far we've got what makes you happy we've got so let's lump that into psychology we've got dr quiet so that's all about rest recovery we've got dr diet which is all about hydration and nutrition and then finally we've got dr movement which is all about exercise now we know it's important to, to move every day but obviously again you need to understand what movement you're willing to do so if you hate a particular type of exercise the chances are you're not going to do that on a regular basis but it's also tuning in to understand what kind of exercise you need but also what kind of intensity you might need to do on a particular day so on some days you know it might be that you're doing a really intense workout in the gym whereas on another day you might be doing some tai chi or some gentle forms of yoga and it might be on some days you've planned to do a heavy workout in the gym but you wake up and you're exhausted so it wouldn't be beneficial to then go and stress your body even more that would be a time when you tune into your doc your doctor movement and say look i'm really tired today my doctor movement is telling me maybe i should just do some yoga today so i will be inviting guests onto the podcast 
to discuss each and every aspect of the four doctors. So again, if we look at that as psychology, nutrition, hydration, rest, and exercise. Get the Radical Health Rebel ad-free. Head on over to our Patreon channel at www.patreon.com forward slash Radical Health Rebel. It's the only place where you can watch full-length, completely ad and sponsor-free episodes of the podcast. Plus, you can join the Radical Health Rebel Patreon community where you can have a say in the podcast, watch exclusive behind-the-scenes clips, as well as early access to the podcast. That's patreon.com forward slash Radical Health Rebel. Are you regularly suffering from painful bloating and wind that can be smelly and embarrassing? Are your bowel movements not as they should be, either constipation or diarrhea, or possibly alternating between the two? Do you find the pain is bad enough, but the bloating and cramps make you feel awful and are affecting your everyday life? Do you sometimes feel you can't eat properly because of the wind, bloating and pain? And has your doctor told you that you have IBS, but unable to help find you a solution? Do you feel right now that you simply don't know what's causing your symptoms and whatever your doctor has suggested hasn't worked and you feel frustrated that you're still far from having a normal, flat, comfortable tummy? Have you invested a lot of time, energy and money into improving your symptoms and don't wish to waste any more? Do you feel frustrated and depressed and don't feel like you can take part in all the activities you enjoy and sometimes have to cancel attending events because of the way your tummy feels? Do you fear that if you don't get this sorted, you could end up with a much more serious gastrointestinal disease? Well, if so, what would help you right now is to understand the root cause of your digestive condition, rather than continuing to try to mask the symptoms with over-the-counter or prescribed medications. You need help understanding how factors such as nutrition, gut health, stress, and toxicology affect the digestive system and how to optimize these factors. You need someone who can advise, motivate and support you every step of the way. Someone who has walked the path before and taught many others to do the same. What you need is my Overcome Your Digestive Issues program. My Overcome Your Digestive Issues program can help you in the following ways. I will help you understand the root causes of your digestive problems and teach you how to approach the condition holistically via expert advice on nutrition and lifestyle factors. The Overcome Your Digestive Issues program will start by ensuring you are on the right diet for you based on your genetics or metabolic type and one that avoids the foods that are known to exacerbate your condition. We'll go on a journey step by step, learning all the necessary lifestyle changes required to achieve a flat, comfortable, pain-free tummy. Each weekly 30-minute coaching session will include advice, support and guidance specifically tailored to your needs and at a speed that is right for you. Once you're eating right for your metabolic type, you will begin to see changes in how your tummy feels and we will also uncover all the necessary blocking factors that you may have and you'll be taught how to reduce, replace or eliminate all the factors that are causing your digestive problems. Ultimately, this program will enable you to achieve a flat, calm and comfortable tummy every day for the rest of your life. For more information about how to improve your gut health and to claim a complimentary no obligation gut health consultation, please go to www.bodycheck.com.
bodychechek.co.uk, that's B-O-D-Y-C-H-E-K, and fill in the request form at the top of the homepage, and we'll be in contact to arrange a convenient time. Now, back to the podcast. You're listening to the Radical Health Rebel podcast. Now, in Ken Wilber's integral model, he has four quadrants. So we have one, the personal exterior, two, the personal interior, three, the collective interior, and four, the collective exterior. Now, the personal exterior relates to everything about you that's objective or something that can be measured. So it could be how much money you earn. It could be your heart rate. It could be hormone levels. It could be your blood pressure. It could be surgeries. It could be medications, or it could be your behaviors. So again, it covers quite a wide range of um, subjects that could potentially come under that hat. Your personal interior relates to everything about you that cannot be weighed or measured. So anything that's not objective. So things such as your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your values, your attitudes, your imagery or your psychology could come under the hat of your personal interior. And it's really important that we look at things in a holistic way. So this is why I'm giving you some insight into some of the things that we might be talking about on future episodes. Now, the collective interior includes one or more persons. And again, things that aren't objective. So things like collective behaviors that, you know, you could call that culture, for instance. It could be societal or corporate culture. It could be collective stress during a crisis. It could be group values. It could be cultural or family judgments. And again, all these things affect your health. So again, if you think about, you know, the COVID crisis, there's been a lot of cultural issues. There's been a lot of issues around group values, family judgments that have all affected people's health. And then finally, we've got the collective exterior, which are things that can be measured, i.e. they're objective. And they include social and environmental structures and systems, infrastructure. So it could be, you know, railways, roads, buildings, etc. Economic factors, healthcare policies, media and social media information. And again, hopefully you can see how those things can potentially affect your health. So these are subjects that I'm not going to run away from. These are subjects that are really critical to health. So I'm going to make sure that we cover all of these issues from Paul Checks for Doctors, but also from Ken Wilber's integral model as well. So when it comes to health, you know, we could end up discussing nutrition, exercise, functional medicine, gut health, spirituality, mindfulness, psychology, politics, free speech, and more, as long as they're essential to health. Now, if you're wondering why politics and free speech are on my list of things to discuss on a health podcast, then really just need to look at the high levels of censorship that we're currently facing against ethical and very competent doctors and scientists. And we're being told, you know, we need to eat genetically modified foods and fake meat to save the planet, whilst those very products will destroy the environment. And, you know, with the current threat of not being able to access the things that bring us health, like organic food and supplements, and being able to make choices about what goes into our own bodies, then we have to realize that free speech to help educate the truth and, 
you know, maintaining pressure on politicians to maintain our choices to be healthy is absolutely essential. So the podcast will include a wide range of guests and subjects, which I hope will make it entertaining and also help you to optimize your health. So who do I hope to have on the podcast? So I already have a few guests lined up for the first half a dozen episodes already, and I'm really excited about those guests I've already got on the show. So look out for those. But here are a few names of people on my list that I haven't invited yet, but I'd love to have on the podcast. So the first one is my friend and teacher, Paul Check, the founder of the Czech Institute. And I'd love to discuss so many topics with him on my show. Uh, it's probably going to take quite a few episodes. Hopefully you can make the time to uh, share his wisdom and knowledge with you guys. Next, I've got Neil Oliver, who's a British uh, broadcaster, and I'd really love him to discuss the world's current political system. Next, we've got uh, Anita Morjani, who's written one of my favorite books ever, which is called Dying to Be Me. And I'd love to talk to her about her experience of spontaneous healing from stage four cancer during a near-death experience. I'd like to uh, invite my friend Syra Khan, who's a TV presenter here in the UK, and she has a skincare range. So I'd love to discuss uh, her skincare products on the show. I'd love to speak to Alison Seebecker and or Jason Horolek about small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which is known as SIBO. Massive subject these days, and it's a subject that's always changing. So I'd love to get them on the podcast. Uh, Debbie Cotton from InVivo Healthcare about the human microbiome, which I imagine could cross several episodes as it's such a huge and fascinating subject that's just so, so important for health. Dr. Julia Greenberg, who is a holistic dermatologist, and I'd love to speak to her about acne, eczema and psoriasis. And again, will probably require several episodes. Uh, Goran Stojanovic, who is actually my dentist, and I'd love to speak to him about biological dentistry and for him to share his wisdom with you guys. I'd love to speak to Dr. Tom, uh, Tom Cowan and or Andrew Kaufman about viruses. They've got some very interesting views. Some would say radical views about viruses and actually many other things as well. Uh, Dr. Judy, Judy Mikovits, again, I'd love to speak to her about viruses and our current situation. She's got a very different view about uh, viruses to the other guys that I've just mentioned. Next is Dr. Asim Malhotra, who's a UK cardiologist and I would say absolute hero. I'd love to speak to him about cardiovascular health, about obesity and corruption in the medical pharmaceutical industry. I'd love to speak to Sherry Rogers and or David Minkoff about toxins and detoxification. I'd love to speak to my friend Bill Walcott, who's the leading uh, world's leading authority on metabolic typing, and I'd love to discuss many subjects with him. I'd really love to speak to Silky Carlo. She's the head of Big Brother Watch, who are a human rights group in the UK, about the threat to freedoms that we currently face under the current uh, political regimes. Uh, slightly different one, Sweet Anita, who's a YouTuber. Um, I'd love to speak to her about a raise, uh, raising awareness uh, of Tourette's and for her to talk about her experience of Tourette's. Now, that would be a really entertaining episode. I'd love to speak to Dorian Yates, who was a former six-time 
Mr. Olympia bodybuilder and a man who leads, you know, a very spiritual life today, a very different life. And, you know, his story is a really inspirational and amazing uh, transformational story. I'd love to speak to Helen Browning, who's the CEO of the Soil Association in the UK, about the importance of organic soil to our food, our health and our future. And last but definitely not least, I'd love to speak to my former colleague at the Czech Institute, J.P. Sears, the American comedian and freedom fighter, who I'd love to talk to about emotional health and also his work over the last two years. And I could go on and on. I have literally hundreds of potential guests on my list, uh, but hopefully that gives you a little flavor for the diversity of the episodes to come on the Radical Health Rebel podcast. And if you know any of those people I just listed, feel free to let them know that I want to interview them and, you know, feel free to pass on my details. That would be greatly appreciated. Anyway, that's all from me today. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you the same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Radical Health Rebel podcast with Lee Brandon. You can find Lee at www.bodycheck.co.uk. That's B-O-D-Y-C-H-E-K.co.uk. Please hit the like button and share on your social media. And with someone you feel will benefit from watching this episode. So together, we can help them lead a healthier, more productive, fulfilling and happy life.